0: Hello and welcome to the podcast at ThatGuitarLover.com. I'm your host, Ross Chevalier. I have no formal music school training. I've studied music theory and I continue to do so. I also have my musical influences. And very often when I think that I've come up with something really cool, I later figure out that I've just taken pieces of other folks' work and cobbled them together. There are days where it really starts to feel like it's all been done, to quote the bare-naked ladies. I don't do lyrics. I can write prose all day long, but as a poet, I'm a superb operator of a sledgehammer. Songs stick with me for a long time because of the words, and the job of the music is to provide a place for the words to ride upon. While I consider myself drawn to blues and classic rock, the lyrics, as a generalization, don't do much for me. They're either the same old, same old, or infantile and often puerile. There are exceptions, of course. I think of Neil Peart and Gord Downey as exceptions in my case. Neil's words always seemed to hit exactly what I was thinking and feeling at the time that I heard them. Gord took things to a different place and to his often sublimated anger and vitriol, invariably struck a chord, particularly in the earlier tragically hip music. The recent passing of Gordon Lightfoot was particularly gutting because he was, in my opinion, one of the finest lyric writers to come out of Canada. His words had hope, fear, frustration, and a certain level of misanthropism that felt, frankly, quite at home for me. But, since I can't write lyrics, I have to stick to music. And while I wish I could write solos, they're very hard for me, and I constantly fall into the same standard boxes. I'm no Eric Johnson, and no Alex Lifeson, both of whom grasp that a solo is not just as many notes as you can cram together as fast as you can. Solos need to serve the song, not just be a showcase for how fast one can play. You may disagree entirely, and if that's the case, we are both right for ourselves. We do have a limited number of notes and a limited number of keys to work with. We can run out of major and minor chords in fairly short order. Unless you happen to be a human metronome, which I am not, timing gets repetitive pretty quickly. That's not to say that 4-4 time doesn't work. My goodness, it's used everywhere but sometimes you know, you're just looking for a different kind of rhythm. In the face of this concept of it's all been done, I spend time looking at what Lightfoot and Johnson and Lifeson do in their non-solos. There's a commonality in the use of chord inversions and the use of fourths, ninths, ads and suspended notes in their chordal work. This keeps the overall tones comfortable and unthreatening, yet at the same time, interesting, diverse, and different. I'm a follower of Rick Beato, not just because we share a similar vintage, and we both have white hair, but because when he does one of his What Makes This Song Great sessions, he exposes certain approaches that help make the song stand out. There's more to creating guitar music than one, four, five, or whatever pattern you might run into. I've also found since re-engaging in my studies of recording engineering, mixing, and production, that it's helping me to come up with things that sound better to me. I'm still stuck behind the thoughts that, relatively speaking, my stuff is boring and, frankly, pretty shitty. Not that I care what others think, but that I'm not yet happy. If any of you have a solution to that particular issue, I'd love to hear from you on how you get past it. I'm not going to be a great poetic writer like Tom Petty was, or the incredible storyteller like Gordon Lightfoot. Perhaps I can learn to craft some music that could support such greatness, and it's something for me to work on. As always thank you very much for listening. Please subscribe to the articles and the podcast so you get notified when a new one is posted. I'm Ross Chevalier, and until next time, peace.